You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Beverly Isla. Thank you for tuning in. And today's show is about educating the public on dog bite prevention and how this can contribute to less dogs being taken to the pound. And our guests today that will shed some light on this topic are Teresa Lewin, an animal behavior specialist of over 20 years and co-founder of Dog on Safe, as well as recording artist and songwriter Kaylin Robertson, also spokesperson for Dog on Safe. And when we get back from these messages, Teresa and Kaylin will discuss the importance of knowing how to avoid bites and how to address it. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Listen, cat people, it's just litter. Until you realize those big boxes mean big smells, big messes, and big money. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. It guarantees less smells, less work, all with less litter. Try the small bag that lasts one cat 30 days and you'll realize it's just litter. Unless it's World's Best Cat Litter. Find it at Target, Walmart, and at your local grocery and pet stores. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Dog on Safe's co-founder and spokesperson, Teresa Lewin and Kaylin Robertson. Now, thanks for taking the time to talk to us about your mission, you guys. Teresa, how did you and Joan come up with the concept of Dog on Safe? Joan and I uh, met over dogs, of course. (laughs) I had a private practice dedicated to animal behavior with a specialty for canine and and rabbit behavior. And I was disturbed by the amount of dogs I worked with that had bitten a child. And I, I wanted to prevent that from happening in the first place. The big problem was who's going to come in to a dog training and behavior studio that doesn't own a dog? And those are the kids, the large market of kids that are being bitten by a dog. So Joan and I put our heads together. And of course, she's a scientist with a specialty in uh, safety risk analyst. <laughs> so, you know, two women from two different backgrounds got together and decided that we're going to resolve this issue. So we came up with the the idea of a really fun board game, actually, that led to the nonprofit Dog on Safe. And, we're, you know, what we wanted to do was reach out to teachers of dog training, veterinarians, rescue organizations specifically. A lot of people don't realize, but Dog on Safe really is at the top of the rescue chain. We're about prevention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in a sense, we are a dog rescue, just the, the prevention aspect. 
So knowing that, you know, 50% of children by the time they reach the age of 12 have been bitten by a dog. Did you know that? Nope. No, yes, I did not. It's huge. And it is a statistic that we observe over and over again. And, you know, half of those children that have been bitten by a dog, 50% of those children know the dog that bit them. So it's grandma or grandpa's dog, an aunt or a neighbor's dog, so on and so forth. And I can imagine so, that they're probably going to be taken to uh, the pound after that for some cases. You know, it's so sad. Mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. It's preventable. And there's, dogs are so misunderstood. They really are. And the expectations that are placed on dogs by humans is, uh, it's just too much. Going through my practice, what kept me safe? I would deal with very dangerous dogs. I was their last kind of hope in my specialty. And the referrals would come through veterinary surgeons and humane societies. I had to either check out their behavior to see if they could be rehabilitated. So I would walk into a home and the dog would be off leash and no muzzle. And I would rely on my big dog, if you will, skills Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, to be able to read the dog's intentions, feelings, thus incorporate that into my own behavior to avoid being bitten. And it really works. Right. Okay. So it's those skills that went into Dog on Safe. Joan and I wanted to do something special. So when we, we founded Dog on Safe and when we produced our dog bite prevention products, that was based on a collective but personal experience within the industry. We didn't go through research. We didn't read how other people dealt with dog bites. We come out with something fresh and that's Speak Dog. Yeah, I, I, um, did, I did see your uh, various programs, and it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that you had a you had a private practice before dog, mm-hmm. and you specialize in rehabilitating dogs with anxiety and aggression. Um, mm-hmm. and you took a strong stance in keeping children safe. So now mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, what role can your programs play in rehoming rescue dogs, or even avoiding people to turn in their dogs to a pound? Primarily, it's the tools that we've shared. On Dog on Safe. And one of those tools is to be a tree. And it's a simple thing to do. Did you, sorry, did you say be a tree? Be a tree, yes. Oh, okay. Be a tree. So you stand very, very still. Fold your arms in, you know, down by your waist. Or at least fold your hands in if you can. But the and main thing is... the being, dog is biting or how... When no, you- to prevent it from biting. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if a dog knocks you over, you just roll up in a ball. And lace your hands behind your neck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been a tree and I've had dogs even punch me with their muzzle (laughs) to get me to move. Because that's what they expect. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that just sounded a little funny. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is. I mean, I could come out with bruises, but not a bite. (laughs) Okay, good to know. So if people Mm -hmm. are thinking a dog is going to bite you, be a tree. Okay. Yes. Yes. And how do you know if the dog is going to bite? By reading its behavior. They communicate. It's very, very subtle. And you can see that on our website at dogonsafe.com and at dogoncrazy.ca. And we share all of that information there. But it works. And I continuously practice what I preach because I'm telling you, my hands are calloused and scratched up. I mean, I don't sit with a lab coat. And, and come up with these ideas. We implement them. I'm in the field almost every day working Good with dogs. Good for you. Good for you. What success rates do you have with uh, rescue dogs? A big success rate, actually. 
again, though, it depends on who is taking care or housing the dog and consistency and lots of patience. Lots of patients. When we, you know, again, I don't do a lot of hands-on with rescue, although I have two in my home that couldn't go anywhere else but here. So mm-hmm. we're kind of full. But when it comes to rescue organizations, we definitely have a lot of material through Dog on Safe and Dog on Crazy for staff to utilize. And they do. And they're fairly successful with that. Okay. It's, it's the communication. It's communication is the biggest Okay, and they can get all that training material? Yep, it's all all up there. We have a rescue kit on Dog on Crazy, so yeah. Perfect. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the the game that you guys created? What's that about? Because you created that game before you started the organization, so there must be something special about that. (laughs) You know what? It is special. It is special. John and I are just, well, we're just crazy. (laughs) We want to have fun and we want to have a lot more fun in the schools. So we came up with this idea, well, why don't we make the photos? So we'll take pictures of the dog's communication. So we either elicited the behavior to get the correct communication or we waited for it. And it it took years to develop this stuff, years. But when we came up with the board game idea, we didn't even know what we were doing. It was an accident. So the more we worked on it, the more we realized, oh, my goodness, this is is special. And, of course, everybody can play. Kids especially. Kids especially. That's what it's all about, really. And And what are they learning from this game exactly? Well, the central message is that children should stand like a tree or be very, very still when a strange dog approaches. Or if they're excited, you know how. Some dogs would be really, really excited and yeah, just yeah. send them flying. Oh, <laughs> they don't mean to. <laughs> oh, I, I understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, or if a child just feels funny about the dog approaching, they don't know. So the best thing to do is to stand like a tree. That's the big message in the board game. And it has lots of photos with real-time behaviors from dogs, okay. uh, which is really, really cool. They learn so much from that. And it is so much easier for a child to learn in that venue than it is to hear a parent go, blah, 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 blah. And don't do this and don't do that. Well, kids don't really want to hear that. That's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mine's mm-hmm. like in a game environment. Yes, exactly, exactly. So there's all kinds of different paw prints and different colors and different activities as the kids race around the board game by spinning a spinner. And on the spinner, there's a photo of a snarly dog. And at that point, all the kids stand up and race to be a tree. And whoever is the first tree wins more bones. So they win bones as they go around the board game. And it's fun. Yeah, it's a riot to watch these kids play the game. (laughs) Good. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, they don't sit down. They sit up on their feet, like perched. Okay. And they can find that on your website as well, right? They sure can. Okay, perfect. But that's, that's how Dog on Safe came to be and the Beatrice Teacher Kit and Clicker Puppy. All of those things came from the board game. And I honestly, God, I know this is a biased statement for me, but I got to say, I think every family, every family with or without a dog should have that board game in their home. And I certainly let them know that it's there. <laughs> but we will have to take a quick break and we'll continue mm-hmm. with our topic uh, right after these messages. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Teresa and Kaylin from the organization Doggone Safe, whose mission is to promote educational initiatives for the purpose of dog bite prevention. And before the break, we uh, were talking with Teresa about some of the things that they were doing with their programs. And it sounds all useful for kids, especially to learn how to address dogs that may be about to attack, I guess. So, but right now, we have Kaylin on the line. She's a recording artist, and she her experience with a dog bite when she was nine years old, and now she uses her vocal talent to help other children through tragedies amongst other noble causes she supports. Kaylin, can you tell us a bit about your story and how you overcame that experience? Yeah, of course. You'll have to forgive me. I'm in Nashville at the CMA Fest currently, so Not I'm trying to avoid all the noise. <laughs> But, Not a problem. Um, yeah, my story. So when I was about nine years old, I was in Virginia at my grandparents' house. As Joan said, a lot of times the dogs that bite these victims are dogs that they're familiar with. And the story behind my dogs was it was my grandparents' dog at the time, but it used to be mine. Okay. And we gave it to my grandparents when I was a kid. So yes, I was familiar with the dog. We went to the fair earlier that day, and I had my face painted as a oh, green butterfly. Oh, it was Okay. Yeah. So we went back to my grandparents' house that day, and I was doing a puzzle. My parents were sitting in the living room, and I walked into the living room and, you know, saw my cute dog laying on the ground sleeping. As many kids would, they want to go pet the dog. Right. And that's what I was thinking in my head, not considering, you know, there's many factors that could go wrong. Um, number one, he's sleeping. I would startle him. And number two, my face was painted like a butterfly. Oh, and, gosh. <laughs> yeah. There's many contributors that definitely made this dog attack me. So I went down to go reach the dog and pet him. And 
Next thing I know, I was being attacked by this dog that weighed a lot more than I did. He was probably 109 pounds, and I was about 59 pounds, twice as much as I was. And all I remember is, you know, my family screaming, trying to run and get me, you know, give me a paper towel. And, you know, I was just kind of like more in shock than in pain. So we rushed to the hospital. I was in the hospital for three days, and I had over 200 stitches. Holy! Yeah, that's a lot. Yep. And I had I went under facial reconstruction for about three hours, and it was just a it was just a big old mess, a big tragedy. Wow! I'm sorry to hear about that. It seems it like you're okay. <laughs> I'm standing strong now. That's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. So, how did you get involved with Dog on? Like, how did you guys find each other? So, um, I wrote a song called Life Must Go On about, you know, overcoming tragedies like the one I went through. And we wanted a video with this song. So we found my dad's friend. His name is Larry Spann. And he produced my video that matched with the song. And Larry knew Joan and thought that we would be a perfect match because of my story and the history. And the fact that I sing is great because I can get the message out there in a different kind of way. I heard that song. It was, it's awesome, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. Good for you. And you support other causes as well, right? Yes. I'm also on two different tours, One Voice and Teen Nation Tour. And we go around to different middle schools and we talk to kids about bullying. And I use my dog bite story. Yeah, I use my dog bite story as like an open gate. That's my way of telling them, you know, you can get through anything. And I wasn't bullied too bad, but there was some commentary made when I was a kid that kind of hurt me. I think I bullied myself more than other people bullied me. Mm-hmm. But I definitely used that story to help other kids get through their problems. That's good. That's that's really inspiring of you. Really, really. Thank you. I love doing it. Now, Valerie, on Valerie, you're on the line, right? Okay. As Kayla's mother, how was it for you having to see her go through this whole experience? Like, that was a big ordeal. I mean, I've seen the pictures and... Yeah, I think, you know, Kayla being nine years old, there's an old adage, you know, time heals everything. And so as a mom, and I'm a critical care nurse, nothing really prepares you for that because I deal with those kinds of things day in, day out. But there's something said when it's your own child, it's a little different. Shouldn't be, but, but it is. And so we took a very trying time. I think that it's important for people to know that whatever the tragedy is, in our case, it's a dog bite tragedy, that the whole family incurs the tragedy. It isn't just just the victim in that sense. My daughter was present. My other daughter was present when it happened. My in-laws were present when it happened. Myself, I was present when it happened. And, you know, like I said, at age nine, you know, Caitlin's perspective probably was a little different than our perspective. You know, she was on life support and massive facial reconstruction. And so, you know, it was a trying time, and doggone safe, I have to say, has been a wonderful asset. We actually, and I probably will get a little teared up, um, we, a, uh, there are some beautiful too. women in this organization. Yeah, beautiful women, beautiful women that have helped me, because I think that, like Kaylin was saying, you know, she bullied herself, and I did the same thing, because I thought, what kind of mom lets something like this happen, you know? Mm. And so there's a lot of healing from that perspective, and they have been such a venue for us in that sense. So when I say that these kinds of organizations are a beautiful asset, people that really need this, please find us as a hope of inspiration, you know, reach out to us, anything Mm -hmm. that we can do, because we've been there. And so I think that, you know, when you see it from many angles, it's a bigger picture. So um, I'm really, really appreciative and very grateful to Teresa and Joan and Jennifer for all they've done for 
us as a family because they probably mm-hmm. don't know, just like in any public service business, the impact that they have had on our lives. That's amazing. It's, I'm happy for you guys to all have connected it. I mean, it's a blessing in disguise. It really is a blessing. Yeah. I, mean, I got goosebumps. And the first time I heard Kaylin sing, I'm, it was the answer to our prayers because it was what I had always wanted, was someone to write a beautiful song for our dog bite. I like to say survivors. Beautiful yes. group of people. And I'm humbled and privileged to be a part of their lives. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much Kaylin. Now, for Teresa, um, actually, no, and Kaylin, I should ask you as well before yeah. we wrap up here. What advice do you have for people who are petrified of dogs because of a di- biting incident? And I do have a couple friends like that, and they will jump on their kitchen counter when they see a tiny miniature poodle. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely don't think that dogs are something to be feared of, but something to be cautious of. Um, I have a friend just like that. She was chased by dogs. She wasn't bit by one, and she's terrified of them. I've been bit by one, and I have my own, and we cuddle and stuff. So um, I don't know. Joan, what do you think is the best way to get over your fear? I think the best way to get over your fears is to understand what fear is. It's a rational behavior. Yes, thank you. Fear. Fear of what? The unknown. So know, know what you fear. Go to Doggone Safe. There's lots of downloads, free downloads. Seek out a therapist who specializes in fear and post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yes. Because this is very real. Dog bites aren't just part of growing up. No, they're not. It's very, very, very traumatic. I can imagine my last foster dog, like I got bit by my last foster dog and it kind of did sway me away from fostering. But then it's like, no, I got to keep fostering. So yeah, it is. is Well, you do beautiful work. I've been all over your website and I love it. (laughs) I absolutely love it. And again, I'm humbled and privileged just to to be able to talk to you today and and have Kaylin being part of this because Kaylin and her mom are incredible incredible people and Kaylin is such an inspiration oh yeah uh, for parents parents at a young age too good job Kaylin yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you thank oh you. she's awesome oh my gosh you've got to hear her sing I saw I, I saw the video she has a very very isn't it great great yeah her voice <laughs> is awesome class that's mm-hmm. class through thank through. you so much is there any last words that you guys wanted to uh say to the listeners Well, I can say love your dog. And if you're fearful of dogs, get into therapy so you can gain a healthy perspective again because I think it's a privilege and an honor to share space with dogs. I really do. Learn how to speak dog. Support Dog on Safe. Go to our website. Become a member. (laughs) And the website Uh, is doggonesafe.com. So that's D-O-G-G-O-N-E-S-A-F-E.com. That's right. All right. And watch Kaylin's video and support Kaylin. It is on there yes. about Kaylin. I have a lot of new stuff coming out. A lot of <laughs> Yay. new inspirational songs. Check out. Perfect. Well, thank you so <laughs> much, Teresa and Kaylin and Valerie. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Talking to us about your mission. Thank you. And our show producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, please email me at beverly at petliferadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.